Blog Talk Radio. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The first reports say that President Kennedy has been seriously wounded by this shooting. It is a big idea. A new world order. It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. It just pancaked. Either you were with us, or you were with the terrorists. believe that a lot of gun owners would agree that AK-47s belong in the hands of soldiers, not in the hands of criminals. All right, everybody, Joseph Gibson here podcasting, restoring our republic, understanding the times which we live today, and real solutions. These are real solutions that we're going to offer that we have here to fix our republic and restore our republic and we're connected here of course with mike we're going to be on i'm going to be on zoom and of course we've got a bunch of people on online already so but i'm going to play the the real controversial intro first a couple minutes thing i got numerous requests for it so about about actually about this is probably the most emails i've gotten for this so some of you may have heard it last week so, uh, you know, I'm sorry, but the listeners, you know, i got to do what the listeners demand are. And then I've got something special here. We're going, you've heard me talk in the past about the republic, how Trump restored the republic, how Donald Trump gave us an inauguration speech. He gave us back our republic. Well, I have other evidence here that's going to coincide with as many things that I've said over the past year about restoring our republic and, and what this country really is, a corporation. And you're going to hear it from the horse's mouth here tonight. You're going to get evidence, fact of what we're up against and what's really happening with the deep state and the acts of 1871 and how this country was hijacked after the Civil War uh, in 1870. Uh, excuse me, after the Civil War. And really, you're going to understand the difference between the de facto and de jure tonight. And basically, it's going to take about seven minutes to play this little clip that I have. And not many people have this clip or this information. So I'm going to play it for you. And you're going to have it. And then I'm going to go over a little bit real quick on the Federal Reserve. And then we have a special uh, discussion here tonight with uh, uh, Mike from Florida from the Righteous Army and Big Virus Doc, uh, Big Big the ho- Big Virus Hoax dot com. Uh, I don't know why I'm tongue twisted here tonight. I don't know what's going on, but please be bear with me. Um, when we Mike's been a, a regular guest on this podcast, we, and he's very well spoken, and, and he does carry on and linger on, but because he has so much information that he has to share with people, so you know, I know some people say, well, he, you know, he goes on and on. Well, he has a lot of information, and when you have a lot of information as somebody, and you're very ed- well educated, you try to articulate the message as much as possible so people can understand and grasp, because we're dealing with zombies out there, and 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 really, it's good sometimes to go over in repetition. Uh, many of the things that we talk about because repetition breathes success. It's just like working out at the gym. What do you do? You do repeti- reps, right? Sets, sets of reps. You know, uh, and to do what? To be- you know, to build up. 
sharpen, you know, build up your muscles. So that's how we do it for our mind, too. So let me play this real quick, and then um, we'll, I'll get to my clip that I want to play, and then we'll have uh, some uh, discussion about it, okay? So let's do that, Mike. Uh, I can I probably hear you in the background, so let me uh, be careful with the echo. You can see this low IQ. Yeah. No, 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 Mike, I'm getting echo, echo in the background. I can't, I don't know what's going on. It's not working with that, with the, uh, with the, uh, connected with that. So I don't know what's going on with that. I can't even hear you right now. I can't even hear you right now. All right, no, this isn't working. I'm getting an echo. I don't know. I don't know why. No, no, it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It was like I can't have that. I gotta shut that down. I can. I'll connect you through your phone on on the platform on my show. But for me to be on your platform, get an echo. So. Yeah, I gotta shut that down. Yeah. I'm getting an echo, so I can't, I can't I'm going to ruin my whole whole podcast with doing that. So anyway, because i got a full board here. So let me play this here real quick. Mike, I got you patched through online on the, on the show, so I'll connect you after I play this short intro real quick, okay? Between Italy, Germany, and countless other European nations, the compromised, traitorous European politicians aren't listening. The people have had enough. Now do you understand why these politically green-lighted so-called refugees of fighting age have been arriving in Europe without women and children? They're ready to burn Europe if they don't get the easy life they wanted and told to expect, and if their host European society doesn't bend to their will, to sideline over 2,000 years of European high culture and remnant Christianity to make Europe more like home, which, ironically, they claim to have fled due to its insecurity, violence, and economic privations. The invaders have been herded into ghettos as we've seen in France and elsewhere in Europe. The civil upheaval looks opportune and spontaneous, which it's not. It's being led by mischief makers that are not black or Arab. The menace leads from the shadows in the rear, with money and influence peddling, which is the traditional currency of this tribe. The manipulator culprits are both unknown and unseen by the useful idiot invaders who are pushed and pulled with Hegelian precision to rape, riot, loot, and kill, to serve the goal of destroying the white European civilization. But why now? And is this a spontaneous organic occurrence? or planned, orchestrated, and meticulously executed, and if so, by who, and for what benefit? That's what we're going to answer here as we draw together seemingly disparate events that bring us to what's happening today and where they're taking us, including who is the they. We name names. France has been packed full of invaders since the murder of Libya's Muammar Gaddafi by U.S.-backed rebel forces. Much of Europe has foolishly accepted the so-called refugees coming through an uncorked Libya, which previously held back a wretched African human river of economic refugees looking for a first world existence. Clueless, naive, liberal Europeans have foolishly embraced their destroyers to show they're virtuous, humanitarian, and not racist. The term racist and anti-Semitic have been weaponized. Racism and anti-Semitism is punishable by law in Europe. The Holocaust can't be questioned. 
Nationalism is reviled as being fascist and Nazi. Weak-willed, self-loathing European liberals cast themselves prone on the ground or take the knee to prove their superior virtue. Since when has hating your own race, culture, and heritage been a virtue? The answer is, since nationalism and one's white history has intersected with Marxist critical race theory, which has overtaken academia and infected public policy, corporations, the media, and popular culture. Marxism is Jewish in values, as was its author, Karl Marx. France's President Macron blames social media for France burning. We have news for him. It's the Africans and radicalized Muslims who have been transported to Europe through lawless Libya as the Mediterranean jump-off point to cross the sea to invade Europe. Behind these useful idiots are the puppeteers reshaping Europe in their image. Gaddafi warned this would happen if Libya was destabilized to serve Israel's interests. He called Libya the cork in the bottle of African discontent that would overcome Europe. Precisely that is happening. Obama, the unworthy Nobel Peace Prize winner, and Hillary Clinton did the U.S. neocons bloody bidding in Libya. It was Hillary who murdered Gaddafi using American rebel-directed proxies. Overnight, the body of the dictator was placed on the ground for all in the city of Misrata to see for themselves. It's expected that he will be buried today in accordance with Muslim tradition, but that funeral may be delayed. And we're now seeing new images of those final moments before his death. In this video just released, there he is, crowd surrounding him. The last bloody moments of his life show him wounded and begging for mercy. against the enraged rebels. Haram Aleko, he says over and over, an Arabic expression that literally means this is a sin for you. According to APC's translators, it's generally used as a plea of vulnerability. Who can forget her cackle cry of, we came, we saw, he died. We came, we saw, <laughs> he died. <laughs> that was the starter's gun for the European invasion. The cork was pulled out of the bottle. They knew what came next. They knew it. Libya was a war for Israel, as was Iraq before it, then Syria, and they're still trying to get a war going by sanctioning and goading Iran. These Middle East wars serve Jewish interests by destabilizing its Arab neighbors who united threaten the greater Israel project of occupying all that sits between the Nile and Euphrates rivers. The two horizontal blue lines on the Israeli flag denote the two rivers. The great Zionist plan for a greater Israel, whose historical opponents have been white Christian Europeans. Christianity in Europe has nearly gone. Now it's time for the white race, hence the invasion of Europe. Okay, as you can see, as you can see, they're blog talk radio, and that's what they do to you. They disconnect you, shut you down, and they don't want me playing that because I got a warning not to play that actually from blog talk radio. So that's what they do. That's the deep state. That's the new world order, folks. Okay, censorship. They will block you. They will shut you down. Okay, I was told not to play that. All right. Now, I didn't want to say that before I played it, but. I've got another one that's seven minutes long, seven minutes. This shows the Republic, okay? Now I'm, I've got three lines connected here, 
So if they try to shut me down, you guys won't. This won't happen. So let me connect my other line first. This is this is this is how this the censorship. I pay for this. Why am I being censored? Why am I being told that I can't play what I want to play? Why? Why is this happening? Why? You know, this is absolute ridiculous nonsense. Okay, here we go. Let's see here. We got that plugged in, connected through. Okay, so I got another line here. Okay, so bear with me here while I patch this other connection. Now, this is the Republic being restored. This has to do with the Republic. Now, many of you throughout the years have heard me talk about the Republic again and the de facto corporation, the Acts of 1871. The Civil War was not fought over slavery. That's not what the Civil War was fought over. And we owed lots of money to England after the Civil War because they, they came in, and they're the ones that basically caused this, the Rothschilds and whatnot. But we're not going to get into all that. We don't have to. But the fact of the matter is, is that the 14th Amendment enslaved all of us, okay? They changed the word citizen, person, and person, citizen in the 14th in your Constitution. And, and if you go to Black's Law Dictionary and look up the definition of citizen and definition of person, you'll have two different meanings there and how they're applied in legalese and a law. You'll understand what they've done to you. They've enslaved everybody. They didn't free the slaves and and uh, with the 14th Amendment, they enslaved everybody, okay? And then they, what they did was they created the money system that they had to use, which was the Federal Reserve Act of 1913, and then they bankrupted us by 1929 and through the Emergency Powers Act of 1933 and confiscating all the gold. Uh, Trump was able to get our gold back, and you're going to hear about that next here, okay? Trump got our gold back. They were unloading the trucks from the Vatican, and the Vatican Empire and the Roman Catholic Church is one of the other evil institutions. It's not just the Jews, folks. I want to make sure that I make that clear. It's not just the Jews in Israel. It's Rome, okay? Rome, the Vatican, the Jesuits, okay? They are a part, big, huge, huge evil bastards that are controlling us right now and controlling what's going to happen. And I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. And in the next couple of weeks, in the next few months, I'm going to tell you your future here in America like I've done in the past on this show, and I've released this information. I told you when January 6th was going down. I remember the first week of December and uh, middle of December when I, when, we, when I had guests on here, and we told you what was going to happen in January. We told you. We told you what was going to happen with the election. We told you many things over the years on this podcast show. And those of you who deny it or try to second-guess me, go back and listen to the archive shows. They're still there. I have them. And you'll hear my words telling you exactly what was going to happen in the future. I don't have a magical crystal ball. I just watch things and understand the new world order and what's going down. Okay, so let me play this little clip here. It's about seven minutes long, and you're going to have to give me about 30 seconds here to get this loaded up and uh, brought up, and I'm going to play this. They shouldn't be able to shut me off here. Um, while I get this ready, let me put, bring Mike on here real quick. He wants to talk. Let me bring you on, Mike. i got a bunch of people out there. I can put your hand up. I'm going to bring you on here. Don't worry. You'll get a chance to talk. But, Mike, you go first. Go ahead, and then while I get this clip going. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, hey, man, just a, a quick check here um you can hear me fine yeah i can hear you fine i'm not i can't go on to your thing because i was getting i can't do that because yeah. i got a bunch of i, I got yeah, a full I screen got, here i can't screw up the show 
Yeah, I got Dan with me. Uh, Dan, can you hear Joseph and the show fine? Can you hear Joseph all right? I, I, Jan, Dan, yeah, I can I hear them fine. Okay, so we did that. Okay, so go ahead. You want to bring a message here real quick about what we talked about earlier real quick while I get this clip going? Uh, well, that's a loaded issue. Um, and a couple well, you of want the – uh, synopsis real quick? of what what it's about this way you know people yeah, are prepared well, well tonight i was going to address i was i was going to address tonight some really significant issues um sex in america you know pornography um pedophilia um how sexuality itself is being used as a weapon um just as they're using race as a weapon and they're using gender as a weapon they're using the lgbtq agenda as a weapon um, they're using sexuality in a variety of ways as as a weapon. And I had an, uh, uh, Alan, who was supposed to come on, um, who was going to share his personal experience, you know, it, it, admit his uh, guilt that he paid for in prison, you know, for some bad choices he made early on in life. Um, and he was going to talk about how they're now using that to try to shut him down because he's out there talking about the U.S. codes and how people can defend themselves and how they can hold their public officials accountable. And he warned me that if we had him on this show, I'd be getting phone calls from people. And sure enough, last week, somebody called me um, and and just totally plastered Alan, saying he was a, a convicted pedophile. And if you keep talking to him, we're going to, we're going to, our groups are going to bring you down too. We're going to start telling your family and friends and, 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 and all your contacts that you're dealing with with a pedophile, um, like a threat. What groups groups were they referring to, Mike? What groups? uh, Well, they're primarily out of of Colorado. Um, I I wrote them down. He only told me a couple of them, but he said there's like 10 or 12 that he claims are groups that that go vehemently after pedophiles. But, you know, it's interesting that, um, you know, Alan's, Alan's crime was 20 years ago, and he paid for it in prison. And, you know, acknowledged and admitted is wrong. And we are a Christian nation. I, be, I believe in forgiveness. I believe in moving forward and not holding things, especially when somebody... Well, he, repenting, didn't, well he, didn't, he didn't kill a three-year-old little girl, right? Rape and murder a three-year-old little girl, right? I mean... Right. I mean, right. okay, so, okay, you know, because... Yeah, and I again, I wanted to right let now. him... Yeah, and I wanted to let him, you know, explain, you know, his side of the story. But, you know, the, the people that are after him you know, are after him precisely because he's on radio shows like you are um, talking about the so-called conspiracy theories and talking about the truth and talking about U.S. codes and what people can do to hold, you know, to protect themselves and hold, you know, the corrupt powers that be accountable. Yeah, um, so yeah. they've, you All know, right, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll like, get into that, Mike. I got the, this clip ready to go. Let me get this going because like, a lot of people were interested in this. It's actually about, let's see, about uh, four minutes long. And, and it describes the, cor- the de facto corporate. It talks about Trump, so very, very important. Uh, so let's let's uh, let's get this going here, and uh, hopefully I can play it without any problem here. Without, I wish it was emailed to me. You know, they sent it to me on my damn phone. You know, and I can't. There it goes. It's screwing up there. You know, here we go. All right, so let's see if you guys can hear it. Okay, let's play it. Donald Trump has hit back at prosecutors just hours before his court appearance on charges of trying to overturn the results of the 2020 election. Yes, the former president said the indictment was unprecedented and 
showed the corruption of the Biden presidency. Well, it's the third time in four months he's been charged, and as we understand it, probably not the last, as he campaigns to regain the presidency. Meanwhile, his son, his eldest, Donald Jr., spoke to Nigel Farage last night, and he questions the timing of the indictment. You know, I, I don't believe any of this has anything to do with January 6th. If it did, and if January 6th was everything that they said, why? Why, Nigel, did they wait two and a half years to charge him? I mean, the people that were there that did those, they were charged that day. Well, let's talk to Jan Halper-Hayes, who's a U.S. political analyst, and he's here in the studio. Good to see you, as always. Good to see you. Um, there's so many people putting this down as a political conspiracy theory, but actually there are real questions to be answered here. There are? Yeah, of course there are. Of course there are. What he's being accused of, but what part do you think is to answer that the 2020 election is going to be re-litigated because of this? They've made a huge, huge mistake with this one because even though we thought what was going to happen was they were going to go after him for treason or sedition, but they did criminally charge him, but they didn't go to that extreme. As a result, he has due process, so he can subpoena people and bring things in. Now, let me say something about this 2020 election, is that Biden is a legitimate president, but he's a legitimate president of what is now the bankrupt U.S. corporation. And that was a treaty in 1871. Well, on September 12, 2018, Trump created an executive order. Within that, he outlined in future elections any kind of foreign or domestic interference, specifically for the 2020 election. So we say, how did he know some of these things were going to happen? Election integrity on both sides of the aisle is tough. It's really tough. But what this has done is it's opened the door for Trump to present his case. Well, that's a good thing, isn't it? Because, I mean, because the, I mean, what we see on this side of the pond is a very difficult situation where the legal system is politicized in the United States, which is abhorrent to us over right. here. So the fact that Trump can subpoena, some people saying it's a mistake by Jack Smith, but actually he can subpoena, which people can actually see evidence from both right. sides, that's a yes. sensible move. Exactly. And, and it's a great mistake by Jack Smith that he's done that. Absolutely great. See, the thing is, think about um, uh, Edward Snowden and all the information he had. Think about the fact that our military, our Department of Defense Space Force, if you think that they don't have the actual real results from the election, then you're fooling yourself. Yeah, but what we, what we do know with this is there are, we're told, <clears throat> uh, uh, that there are plenty of notes from people, including Vice President um, Pence, that there are some recordings of, of Donald Trump acknowledging that actually what he said in public was nonsense, that some of these states, whether he claims, I was saying it's, I mean, look, Detroit is corrupt, it's all corrupt, the results are corrupt, and that when in reality he knew it wasn't, that's illegal. But you know what? That's what someone's claiming, but that's not the fact, and that's not what Donald Trump really has ever said. He's been very, very clear. I mean, the issues were, for example, in Pennsylvania, the Supreme Court 
of the state of Pennsylvania stepped in and changed some of the election laws. Under our Constitution, it's only the state legislators that can do that. 2,000 Mules, the film that came out, what they did, they spent over $4 million tracking the phones. And the reason it's only 2,000 Mules is that based on the visits to the drop boxes in Georgia, they had to have gone over 10 times. And they've got all the film for that. So the thing is that... Um, the election integrity is so different and so problematic in every single state, every single state. But that doesn't mean that the machines didn't do something, that there were some other kind of finagling, but the long and short... Go ahead. Well, it, it doesn't... But that's, that's where conspiracy comes in, is it? To say, well, it doesn't mean that something didn't happen. There's no evidence that it happened. I mean, well, how, many, how many court cases did the Trump campaign try to bring? There's, nothing's gone in his favour. Okay, wait a minute. Everyone, the media goes, oh, there were 60, 60 court cases that were rejected. No, there were three. He won two, he lost one, 57 were never heard because they had no standing. And standing means that the person bringing the case has to claim some kind of impact or injury. So it's really, you know, the media did that, and they're great at doing that, but it, it was a fallacy in there. And the thing is that, um, you know, you know, I sit on a task force at the Department of Defense, and the thing is, they've got the goods. They've got the goods, and Trump knew that if he presented any of the goods early on, we'd have a civil war that he really felt that the people needed to see how bad it could get. And that's the sense that we're getting from Trump's lawyer about what his defense is going to be. So he, this is all going to be based on free speech, the First Amendment in the U.S. Constitution, that he had a right to say what he believed, and mm -hmm. he believed uh, that the election results were not uh, as was put out. But the point is, if you live in a democracy and you believe in a democracy, then that means that even if you don't like the outcome of an election, you respect that because it's a democratic vote. Well, a, a democratic vote, and so therefore he should be silent about it. So he, has a, he has a right to speak, but the issue, of course, is if he then acts to subvert that election. Result. Oh, so could that because you think he's being criticized because in Georgia he said, can you find me 12,000 votes? Or, um, you know, the thing is, he didn't try to subvert anything. What he's really done is he set up the deep state to come out, and that's why we're seeing all these things. I mean, it just it was revealed with whistleblowers and um, Hunter Biden's ex-best friend that in 2015, um, the head of Burisma gave Joe and Hunter Biden 10 million bribe. In 2018... Hunter is, I mean, uh, Joe is on TV publicly saying that he threatened that unless they got the prosecutor fired, that um, he wasn't going to let them have their $1 billion in support. In 2019, Trump calls Zelensky to find out about what went on to get the prosecutor fired, and he gets impeached. I mean, that's... We've lived with it for a long time. I thought, I thought, I thought, we're almost out of time. I, thought, I just want to pick you up on one thing you said earlier on. 
you know, um, Donald Trump has been very clear on this. Is he a man that you believe? I mean, look, he's about as believable as a chocolate teapot, isn't he? Look, I know that, oh, it, thank God you got the negativity in at the end and not the beginning. I can always count on you for that. Always. Um, but it's a legitimate point to say that Donald Trump is a man who always speaks the truth. That can't be the case. I mean, it's hardly the case of any leader, to be fair, but I mean, definitely not Donald Trump. Well, I don't know if I said everything or always, because I do call him the embellisher-in-chief, because he's a marketer. Um, but in terms of telling us things, Optics, you better believe that he's very much a straight shooter in terms of actions that he's going to take or what he thinks needs to be done. You know, they made fun of him because they assumed he broke protocol and walked in front of the queen. No, if you go back and look at it, you will see he looked at her. She gave a wave with her hand. He proceeded. She took a couple of steps, he stopped, and he waited for her to join. That was an optic to tell us that he then was going to bankrupt the U.S. corporation because it was the Vatican, the Crown, and the U.S. that was part since 1871. And we were giving you our tax dollars. We were paying back. You know, forget this Tea Party and without taxation, without representation. We owed you a lot of money because you helped us in the Civil War. And so that is what Trump has now, he told the Queen, I'm ending this. We're dissolving this corporation. We're going to go back to being a republic and we'll all be separate. The Pope wasn't happy. You should find the picture of him visiting the Pope. It took 650 planes to remove our gold from the Vatican Bank. I'm not very happy about it, Jan, to be perfectly honest. We could do with your money at the minute. <laughs> you can slow it out today. Um, Jan Halberhage, really good to see you. Thank you, you very much. All right. Okay. You heard that about the gold, about the gold, and that's true. I remember when that happened, actually, with the gold. So, uh, and, and that's and that's that's how we're going to abolish the Federal Reserve banking cartel. So let's get on to that now. How do we get, how do we do this? How do we get rid of it? Before I start taking calls here, how do we get rid of the Federal Reserve yeah. and, and the banking cartel? Um, Mike, you still there? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm being a little facetious, but are you working for the deep state now? That that was such <laughs> typical, typical Q side. No, that's what happened with the republic. That's the republic. How is that wrong, Mike? How is that wrong? How is that wrong? What happened? That's exactly what happened. I remember that moment with the queen. I remember that actually, and that's absolutely correct. He snubbed the, the queen point, and the he broke is, the treaty with the queen. No, the point is that Trump is an actor. Just like all of them. They're I don't buy that, actors. Mike. I don't buy that. I just don't buy that. Right. I just don't well, think, Mike. I just don't. I just don't know. I. I mean, you could be right, but I just. And we could be. But then in that case, then there. Then who's good? Who's wrong? What are we doing then? I mean, is, is everybody well, duped and wrong? I mean, I mean, what what well, are we doing you know, then? Well, let me answer that. Let me answer that. There's two. There's two side. There's two. Two potential realities. Dan, I, I would love for you to back me on, on on what I say here because Dan and I are of one accord on this. Overall, yes, uh, Joseph, and we've discussed this before too, a, a, a literal, direct, biblical, if we were to use the Bible as our example and, and took it literally, okay, um, there is no good in this world. It's a corrupt, evil world. 
and uh, we're all waiting for the glorious return of Jesus Christ and his angels. That, that's streamlined, straight-shooting Christianity, okay? And, and if that's true and literal, then, then yes, they're all corrupt, and, and it's all a big psyop to put into play their new world order religion, their one world government, and that's why I say Trump and Biden are good cop, bad cop. Okay, so so that would be number one, and 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 frankly, I'm all for that. No problem. I hope the the dome opens up, the cloud, the the sky parts, and 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 Jehovah and his angels uh, come down and uh, you destroy the wicked with the brightness of of his coming. As second best okay, right. let's get on Trump. Let's get on Trump here. Well, you know what? what so what, what, so the other know. possibility, the other possibility is. Um, as Dan and I are of accord, and we've spoken about this too, um, we could sit back and wait for that glorious day of Jesus, or we can say, you know what? What if it's not literal? What if it's figurative, the biblical interpretations as one possibility? The other possibility is these people know the Bible. They wrote it. They, they, they scripted it. They, they put the books together that they wanted. They interpret it with the words they want. Whoa, 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 they whoa, whoa. You're saying God wasn't saying. powerful enough to preserve his word through man? Is that what you're saying? And your God's not in a paper bag. You can't get out. No, it's not about God not preserving. The truth is always there, but God also allows the enemy, whatever you want to call it, Satan, the fallen angels, the godless, the deceivers, the jokesters, those that are not godly, those that are corrupt, to do their work, to do their work. And, and that's why God also tells us that he sends a strong delusion so that only those who love and seek the truth will find it. It becomes a pathway that one has to walk seeking the truth with all their heart, mind, and soul and loving the truth to find it. Otherwise, yes, you're caught up in the grand delusion, the great deception. That, that, there's all kinds of references in the Bible about a great deception. Uh, and, and the whole world will wander after the beast, it tells us. So are right. they in the process right, of Mike. trying to set up their... So hang on, just real quick, for oh. those of you that just joining in, calling in, 657-383-0616. If you missed it, then you missed the beginning of the platform here. We played some good stuff here uh, about the deep state and about Trump and about the Vatican and about the court in the United States Corporation. Everything, it all boils down to this. If we're going to restore our republic, we've got to abolish the Federal Reserve and get back to common law. Uh, and we have to put God first in this country. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, well, you know, and that brings up, you know, the second scenario. Again, that people like myself and Dan and you and many others, many of your listeners, need to recognize, hey, if there's a Yahushua returning in the clouds of glory with angels, great, I'm all for it, hallelujah, let it be today. But in the meanwhile... What can we do to right the ship, right? And what can we do to restore our republic? It's not about sitting back and, and, and drinking your sodas and vaping and, and, and defacing your body and indulging in all the wiles of this world, thinking that Trump is the savior and he's here to save the day. No, it's about each genuine true American genuinely being a genuine Christian. See, this, this whole thing of Christianity is problematic, too. Many people are opposed to Christianity and take the position of it's all fabricated, the Jews created it, it's a big psyop, it's all fake. And the ones that take that position are right, because there is such a thing as fake Christianity, an illusion, false Christianity. But that doesn't mean that there's not a creator, Lord God Almighty. That doesn't mean the creator, Lord God Almighty, did not send his son in, in the flesh to live the perfect life and to be the example for us. 
So are we are we living that example? Are we are we are all we right. repentant? Okay, okay, all right. Well, we're not. We know we're not. We're, we're in the end times. But let me do this well, about the Federal go. Reserve there here. Okay, you want to bring Dan on real quick to comment because I want to do this. Yeah, I have a bunch of callers waiting on the line here. So, um, but and I want to go over to Federal Reserve real quick. So, uh, but because that's the only way we're going to restore. As me being a candidate here in North Carolina, these are the things that I'm going to have to push forward because I want to abolish the Federal Reserve or audit the Fed. But go ahead. If you want to bring Dan on real quick, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Dan. Dan, you there, Dan? Dan might, okay, might I... be hearing us in the distance and he's headed for his phone. But let me say this um, on behalf of one of the statements Dan made on the last show before he left, because he's liable to come on and talk again about the people that are swinging at the branches and not destroying the root because he knows yep. who and what the root is. But Dan is also all about um, a parallel society. So the more of us that we get to wake up, the more possibility there is to, for us to build that parallel society. I believe Dan's back. Yeah. Go ahead, Dan. Okay. I'm trying to keep Dan's Dan? advice here about keeping control of the platform here and not having everyone yell over each other and we start in the shouting yeah, contest Dan, and all that crap, you know? Dan might be having some issues with his mic. All right. Well, speak, then let me uh, – okay, well, okay. Well, then let me – I got a bunch of callers waiting, so let me bring on this shows, Federal Reserve here real it quick. Shows Dan, it shows Dan coming on and off on his mic. But, Dan, I can't hear you, brother. Uh, check yeah, your wires. Yeah, we can't hear him. Um, uh, wiggle your wires. Make sure you're plugged in, Dan, and make sure you're not muted, and then just start speaking when you're ready to talk. And we'll, okay, when he starts we'll speaking, I'll in. stop. Okay? But anyway, uh, let's go yeah. about the Federal Reserve, Federal Reserve, you know, uh, which is ma- our major, which is, the, which is really the most important problem we face. We have to have a bartering system, obviously. We all have to have money to survive. We know that. We have to trade with each other. And, and pay our bills and whatnot, but we can't because we're being sucked up by this, this inflation and deflation and the games that they play. And we know when they confiscated the gold, they took our constitutional money away from us, right? We can all agree on that. I mean, there's no well, doubt about that. Yes. Well, there's no doubt that the Fed, and the, which is the same as the world banks, are the problem. Yes, they're trying, that's why they're trying to have a one-world currency, digital currency, one-world order. It all goes hand in hand. Um, Dan's trying to come back on because I keep seeing his thing. Dan, keep trying. I don't know why you're not. When I hear I his hear voice, I'll stop. When I hear his voice, I'll Say stop. Something. I think I heard him faintly. Say something, Dan. Oh, now I hear you. I barely hear him, but go ahead. Yeah, speak up, Dan. Okay. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with you, but it's uh, or something. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now, yeah. Yes, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you guys wrapped it up pretty good with your previous statements. You know, everybody looks for the the system, the political system to fix our problems, and, and the political system is the problem. So we we got to get back to living under the common or biblical law. And personally, I'm all in favor of a, a righteous monarchy, get rid of this whole idea of a, a Congress, legislature, and all that bullshit and a parliament, because they don't work. That's why our ancestors didn't have a system like that, because it doesn't work. The enemy put those systems in because they know that they don't work and they can be corrupted and manipulated, and we don't get any representation, whereas a righteous monarch, it's very difficult to get to them, because they're they're an individual who are steadfast. That's why they get elected as a monarch, because they represent the people and want to do the best for the people. 
you. Okay. All um, right. That, All right. Let me. Yeah, uh, Mike, hang on. Let me let me just bounce before I get into the Fed thing, then, because I know I got a bunch of people waiting on. I don't like to let people wait on hold. So I like to give the listener the listeners the uh, you know preference here. So the ones that press one here, because I see them bouncing up and down, up and down, out in and out in there, because they're so impatient, because we got our smartphones up our ass, our dumb phones, and we got to hurry up when we're on the run to go everywhere. So anyway, go ahead. Three, two, three. Go ahead. Well, hello, Joe. This is Joe. Hello, everybody else. Mike and Dan and all the other uh, all the other callers and listeners and waiters. So I heard Mike Good. talk about what are we going to do, and I saw the um, the term solutions in the title. So has anybody come up with any solutions yet, or are we still going around the rosy uh, with um, a lot of background uh, noise? Yeah, we have the solutions. Yeah, there is solutions. Okay, good. What are they? As a matter of fact, the last show that we had had, we spoke about uh, the difference between a citizen and a national. And um, we covered quite a bit of ground there. I, I don't know if it's recorded, but you can go back there. Uh, a lot of people would recognize this argument as being a straw man argument, which if you actually What is try the to strategy for achieving a result? That's all I want to know. I'm sorry? What is the strategy oh, yeah. so, for no, achieving a result? Solutions. Now, many of these solutions are already in place, and you can take advantage of them right now. Which are? Uh, becoming a national. You see, under a citizenship, you have a duty as a citizen. As a national, you have the freedom of a natural person. So, hey, Joe, can uh, I question the way that I want to question, or, or should yeah, I let yeah, go ahead. everybody yeah, go, I, I connect callers. You're able to, you're, you guys are allowed to go back and forth and question each other. I mean, I just don't want to turn into 30-minute lectures over each answer. You know what I mean? So let's kind of keep them brief. Yeah, you just you know, Joe, Joe, Joe yeah. just okay. you know that's Alan in Colorado. That's Alan in Colorado. Yep, Alan in Colorado. Hey, Alan. Go ahead, Joe. You want a question? Right, go ahead. He, Alan, Joe wants yeah, solutions, so, like everybody else yeah. on here. So go ahead, Joe. Alan, you're the one that had um, the solutions about, what, the uh, codes, I believe, right? Yes, I, I, I can quote quite a bit of the U.S. code, but uh, one thing that I am diving into, and I'm diving deeper and deeper into it every day, I've discovered several things, is this national status. You have a dual status. Now, this is actually... I don't want to hear... Right now, well, all I want are very specific answers to very specific questions. They're going to be very, very pointed. That's the way okay, I do no. it. Joe knows of uh, That's the way I okay. do it. Okay. With your, with your resolutions okay. with regards to the codes, how do the citizens apply these codes in order to get rid of the corrupt politicians? By getting rid of your, uh, your presumed status. When you walk in and discuss anything with these officials, whether it's a judge, a police officer, or otherwise, these people are addressing you as a citizen without you declaring the fact that you are not participating as a citizen, but you are participating as an American national. Then they will Okay, so now I go, where do I go in order to declare myself as, as an American national and make an impact with these codes? Well, here's the thing. You have to do a little bit of history. I don't recommend anybody doing this unless you have substantial research in doing this because this uh, is not an after-the-fact. It, it makes the after-the-fact much stronger. Let me, let me interject a thought there, Dan, uh, in, in response to, the, to your answer for Joe. Um, there's a variety of people who are 
like Alan just said, you've got to educate yourself and catch up on things. Everybody does. However, there are people that have spent the last 30 years doing that. Um, there's an online resource called Americas-Assembly that does it. Um, there's David Strait who does it. Um, there are people that follow the Anna Von Reitens. Michael and Alan, can you give me examples of anybody who's applied these particular procedures and have won? Yes, I can give you a show where about 30% of the participants in that show have actually declared a national status. No, I'm talking about declaring themselves a national status, going into court or wherever you recommend that people go to in order to get the result of getting rid of a corrupt politician or overturning a law or doing something okay, legally. Okay, two different subjects. One, is, one pertains to you. The other one pertains to a criminal, criminal act of an unknown actor. Okay, so I can answer the question for you, and I can answer the other questions separately. How, would, how do you want to go about it? Well, I'm as, as I, as an American, I, as an American citizen, having this for the first time. You have duty to report a crime as a citizen. You do not have any such duty as a national. Okay, here's what I want. I want That's to get rid of problem. corrupt politicians, okay? That's my major goal. Get rid of All right, we start with ACUSD. How do I, as a national, do that? is the charter for FBI. This is what they're failing with the Biden laptop. Okay? They are the ones that are chartered in order to... How do I, as a national, get rid of a corrupt politician? Hang on, you guys are talking over each other. Hang on, you guys are talking over each other. So ask the question, answer, ask the question. Can't ask the question and then answer it for them. So... Go ahead, Joe, okay. you first, then Alan. Go ahead. All right. How do I, as a national, go into what office and get rid of a corrupt politician? You don't. Can I interject what as well, Alan? Hang on, Mike. Being a national has nothing to do with walking in and getting, getting rid of the politician. Well, that's my question. How do I, how do we... Get the, look, the cancer in the United Doesn't, States are these corrupt politicians. We have to get rid of them, yes or no? Real easy. We start, as we the people, if you have been harmed by the action, directly or indirectly, by any of these politicians, a good example, maybe they had a mandate that you always had to have your windshield wipers on and turned around and fined you $25. Okay? Now, we're on okay. multiple platforms here, so I'm being careful. Okay, let's say you were injured in any way. You lost job, you lost work, you uh, had to take time out, you bills. There was no moratorium on uh, the banks demanding their what? The mortgage. The banks could still demand the mortgage, but the uh, landlord could not demand the rent. That's, that's completely backwards and wrong. Okay, but that's what they did. Now, if you have been damaged for that... You have a claim, and that's it. You actually file in civil. Now, I don't suggest, and there's a few people that are still researching this, but before you file a civil suit, I would just simply go after their bond. Without a bond, they're no longer in office. I can show you um, an event where um, the teachers' union and the teachers in Illinois all immediately wound up resigning because these people were coming after them for their bonds, for what they were teaching their children in school. 
and this has already happened. You're not going to see it on the mainstream media. It would take me probably a week or better in order to solidly search in order to find that single case because it hardly surfaced at all. I would have to call somebody in Illinois. Okay, okay. Mike, Mike wanted to jump in here real quick. Mike, yes, uh, what did you want to say, Mike? Joe. Yeah, I, I wanted to say that, you know, in a way, Joe's question of how do you get rid of a corrupt politician is an oxymoron because, as Alan's pointing out, those corrupt politicians have nothing to do with your, your status or jurisdiction. They, they are a corporate fiction. They are working for a corporate de facto no, government. No, 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 wait a minute. That's the reason why we can do something. Wait, wait, no, I didn't say we couldn't do time. nothing. Wait a second. Wait. Let me fill that. Let out. me finish. They are not a corporation. They are a person acting under the color of law with the title of. You could not sue a judge. You could not sue a prosecutor. But, Mr. Smith, I can sue you. Right. I don't care what job you have. Right. Well, thank- I can sue you. So they, well, I they, believe in lawsuits. Uh, That's true. So what is, that has nothing to do with being a national. It's bullshit. But I got news for you. Did you know that you have a higher immunity than they do? Called absolute immunity, which a lot of people will sit there and laugh at movies where I have, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, like what is it, uh, uh, political immunity, you know, when they're visiting from another, you know, planet or something, they have political immunity. For a political style, they don't have that okay. either. All right, Alan, but hang Not on. Mike wanted to finish his thought. Hang on. Mike wanted to finish his thought. He got cut off. Alan, Michael to wanted to finish. And then Alan, Alan and then come Alan out. Come back and in. No one ever talked about your immunity. Alan, oh, okay. Maybe he Alan, Alan, can you hear Joseph telling you to hold on? Hang on. Hang on. Mike wanted to finish his thought. He got cut off. Everyone cut him off. Go I ahead, Mike. Pre- Finish your thought. Yeah, I do appreciate. I do appreciate Alan clarifying that. I was kind of going that direction, but he pointed out that that I was saying that they are a corporate fiction, and he did clarify. Yeah, when they're acting as a judge, but it's a person behind it. So you can actually yeah. you can go after the person. The, the point I'm making is that they are working for a de facto corporate corrupt system to begin with, which we all don't like. So we do have to reestablish our common law, like Joe's been saying for 10 years, reestablish the republic, right? It's about rebuilding the republic. The republic is based on common law. It's not based on legalese and all this BS that people are subject to as citizens. Michael, the solutions that you're talking about, are they legal or do people have to go to court or what? No, no. There's paperwork that you file just to to inform the system officially. To advise and yeah. inform them that you, you – some, some do it as a repudiation of, of the 14th Amendment. Others do it as a declaration of status. But in, in short, Are you you're about declaring your status. You're declaring your choosing of your own free will because you, when you're educated on the issue to change your status to becoming a state national, which is actually in the definitions in U.S. code. It's one of the okay, now that I'm a national, what can I do to get um, some kind of compensation? Okay, so just last week I went downtown to the state attorney's office, my son and I both, because my son was falsely stopped and arrested, and I was assaulted. I had battery committed against me by the chief investigator for the Miami-Dade County State Attorney's Office. So I went, we uh-huh. went through the ruckus down there. We went to the recorder's office. We did everything and finally found the person who we were able to say, I want a copy of the oath of office for said person 
and I want a copy of their bond, of their 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 um, uh, um, surety bond, indemnity bond, indemnity bond. A bond is the same thing as if you're a contractor, you're familiar with the bond for contracting. It's the same bond, right? And right, they're surety bond. And then the other thing, which David Strait brought to my attention in a phone call last week I had with him, is he says you also want to get a copy of their FARA, which is Foreign Agent Registration Act, because these people are acting as foreign representatives working for a corporation that's owned by a foreign entity, which is completely outside of the Constitutional Republic. That's why they have FARA. Okay, okay. okay. So, but in the masses, though, Mike, as the people, as the people in the whole, the people as a whole, are they going to be able to do this? Why is everyone talking over? Why is someone talking over me? People in the whole. Alan, listen in closely so that you can hear when Joe's trying to talk because he's got to moderate everything. Joe, all right, Joe, the other Joe. Do you have any more questions, Joe? Because I I see where you're going with it, but I don't think they're going (laughs) to answer. But I'm, I'll wait. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got other callers here, a bunch of them, actually. So let's bring them on, huh? All right. 336. Yeah. 336. Go ahead. Hi there, Joe. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Well, you told me to call in, and I'm calling in. Okay. How you, you doing? Got a and you are three three six. Yes, you have a question, sir. Yes, I am. Hey, I have a couple questions. Are you going to do uh, that gay uh, pastor show later on today? All right, there we go. You're off the air. Go ahead. There we go. That that's what we have out there. We have yeah. that's what we have. You know, four one four one five four one five. Go ahead. Go ahead, 415. Area code 415. Okay. You have your hand up, but now you don't want to talk, I guess. Okay. All right. Let's see here. I think this is Tave 234. Go ahead, Tave. Good evening, guys. How are we doing? All right. Go ahead. Can you hear me okay today? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, It was brought up a little bit ago how you actually can remove these politicians from office. A good question, because I understand the David Strait thing. I watch him. I understand it all. I, th- I think it would work. But my only question would be is, how in the hell can we take that type of system into a court that we're trying to escape from, but yet give them the opportunity to render justice or render a decision when you know what it's going to be? I mean, there's got – I just don't see the end game with trying to deal with them. That's my, my would be my question, too. Can we go around not dealing with them? Or if we can't, how can we use a rigged, a rigged court system on our behalf? Would that be another question, Dave? Yeah, I said, exactly. I mean, we got – if we get these people and we hold them accountable, are we doing it in our system or are we going to do it in their system? Because their system's completely flawed and broken. We know that. It's got to be, bro- it's got to be destroyed. There's, there's no going back to this stuff. That's why Donald Trump, and that's why Donald Trump did what he did, and he's exposing a deep state because he's, now he's going to use their system oh, against them, and he's going to expose the deep state. 
Don't put all your eggs in the basket for Donald Trump because in 2017 he accepted Judaism secretly in the White House. Oh, oh God. Oh, all right. But Look anyway, that, I, I know. But in 2018, if you play, if you listen to what I played earlier, this is all been a designed plan. Listen, I know he's he's the snake in the he's the Antichrist for the Jews. Or the, the people oh, the, oh, oh, dark. Well, if you believe that, Dave, then I don't know. I mean, if he's well, the Antichrist, I mean, uh, me I mean, come on. Do you, know what the, do you know what the crown of Torah is? Oh. The, he can't be the Antichrist because in the Bible it says what he has to be in the middle, from, from the middle east. So he's not, he's not, a, he he's not an Antichrist. Okay, let me explain something to you. Do you know what the crown of Torah is? I, uh, no, explain it. I don't say what is it. The crown of Torah is given to someone outside of the Jewish uh, Judaism belief, but it's like a uh, – how do you want to say it? It's the number one person to be a, an African, but you're not an African type deal. Okay? Netanyahu told Trump last week if he wanted to denounce his uh, American citizenship and walk away, walk away from the United States and all this indictments and everything and, and possibility of going to jail for 500 whatever years it is, come on over here to Israel – the New Jerusalem, which is in Ukraine, which they've been sending all the money to, we know, and you can escape all this crap. And he goes, I can guarantee you 99% sure that you will be the next prime minister of the new Israel, which is the now Ukraine. Okay. Now, well, be you, that, be that, 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 that. Okay, be that as it may, let's say that, um, uh, that Trump is not exactly the, uh, the, the kind of savior that we expect him to be. What we need to know is what can we, as the American people, what can we do in order to make sure that all of these particular uh, factions, the, uh, the, the so-called Trump traitors, the Judaisms, the, the, uh, the Vaticans, etc., what can we do to defend ourselves and defeat them in a strategic way? Strategic. The, only thing, the only thing I can see, Joe, the only possible way where you already have substance you have numbers. You have, uh, I want to say, order would be through the military tribunals where that's, all these people are going to be held accountable through them. It's a system that's already set up separate from what – with the continuity of government that's running. And then they're held accountable, and if they're, you know, they have their – those only last a day. They don't go for months and months and months. So you're, you go to court in the morning, you're done by the end of the day. If you're guilty, you get what you're charged with. What, 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 Who's be. being charged, but, Dave? But then Who's the, being the charged? Dave, hang on, Dave, hang on, Dave, hang on, hang on. Who's being charged? Well, you can name any one of them, anybody that's involved with the, the system. That's no, that the, wasn't uh, – no, Dave, come on now. Let's be honest here. Well, give me some – give me like an example here. Who's, that's signed off Mayorkas, um, Garland, uh, any official – that's signed off on a piece of paper that's got a – you have an actual piece of evidence that you can present in a tribunal court and say, here is this gentleman saying this is okay, this – okay, you won't go pedophilia. How about the attorneys? How about – or not the attorneys, the prosecutors? They're not military personnel. People. How could they be in a military tribunal court and be tried under a military tribunal? They're not military. They're citizens of the United States. Joe, you need to look at the laws of war, my friend. We're not at war, right, though, with them. Yes, the, we you're are saying at war. we're declaring war yes, against our own citizens? Yes, we no, are. In not. other words, Dave, in order for this to happen, you're assuming that the military has to take over because Joe's right. If there's a military tribunal, tribunals do not charge citizens unless they're arrested by the military police. So, 
Um, right. Pan- no, no, that's not right either. Listen, the only reason why the president would be held at a military tribunal is because he is the president of the armed forces. Well, yeah, he's he the, yeah, the, he's the, the, uh, the commander in chief. The only people that go uh, to a military chief. tribunal is those that have a chain of command. And he would have to be arrested by the chain of command, the military police, these, um, maybe even the attorney general. He's the commander-in-chief, so I understand your point, Alan. The thing is right. that let's not split hairs. Let us try to find out in a simple way what the strategies are for us. I want to get out of here by next month. I want to have something next month in my yeah. hand that I can take somewhere, someplace, and have results. What can that okay, be? Joe, what can, what that, we're, now we're looking what can at, I do? If we, look at, if we look at the military, they're already set up. Everything's there. Now, are they going to side with... The Yehu, the, the, the bastards in office and in power now, or are they going to be on our I side? Have what, I have exactly what you can do now. Do you want to hear okay. it? Okay. Okay. Do anything from the ground yeah. up and go in a month from now, ground up, you, there ain't no way. No, this, this, will, this, will, this, will, this will and has got officials to simply resign within a week of getting this. They just walk Okay, away. good. Would you like to know how, how it is and, and, and the story behind it? In Ferguson, I just want to know how it's done. If you're going to talk about the codes, yeah, you talked about that one time before, which I thought was a good solution. So how do we present this solution in a well, workable it, fashion? No, I thought you were great. talking this about even no? simpler. Okay. This, this is ten times simpler. Let me explain. Hey, forget the backstory. Just explain there how to do it. 2,500 arrests, okay? Out of the 2,500 arrests, there was only eight people that saw, uh, went and filed an actual civil suit. Out of the eight people that went and filed the civil suit, there was only four people that went to the FBI. Because these four people went to the FBI, and the FBI happens to be housed in the same federal building, within a miracle of amount of time that it took the court in order to make a decision, the five-second rule was overturned. Eight months after Ferguson, 2,500 arrests were overturned. And I will tell you, just prior to that, there was identification of different officials, both in Ferguson and St. Louis, that aided and vetted and tried to make the situation as bad as possible. They were sent a letter, which was certified mail. Okay, they had to sign for it. And it did not have a return address. Instead, it had a general return address to that post office, and it was tracked electronically. Each one of these people, 20 of them, it was more than 20 if I remember right, received one of these letters. 18 of them resigned in the first week. And the reason being is this letter says, this is the violation that you are guilty of. That's it. There's no signature. There is no where it came from or anything. All it is is the exact quote from Title 18 that they were sent that we knew in public record they had violated. And that these the guys are Now imagine if you're sitting behind your desk, you're all happy and pompous about what you've accomplished this week, and suddenly you get a, a, a letter that is addressed to you. You had to sign for it. There's no other explanation except the law. Somebody knew you violated. Is that the same letter that they got in the, at the funeral from Bush Senior's funeral? And it came out all the So if you want to sit there and stop this, 
notify these officials, give them legal notice of the title that they are violating and the laws or the or the code that they're violating. If they're actually so, violating they these codes, they're going to resign All right, so, let, all right, so let me see if it? I've got it straight. If I want, um, let's say, the attorney general in my state, if I feel that he's done something which has been against the, his constituents, the people in my state, and I look up the title of which I believe that he's violated, I send him a certified letter anonymously letting him know, saying, sir, you have violated such and such a um, title, such and such a code, no. and we know that no. you have violated it. you do not it. say sir or anything. You do not do that, no. You only send the Cornell – hello. Yeah, go ahead. You only send the Cornell uh, uh, printout from Cornell Law, which is the exact law that you were quoting. That is all that is contained. There is no preamble. There is no you're doing this or accusation. It only arrives as a blank letter that helps. This law is in there. Anything else? Nothing. Absolutely nothing, because they don't know. Well, then I'm glad I asked the question. I I would take that. I'd take that letter and wrinkle it up and throw it in a trash can. Do not put anything in that other than a printout of the actual law. That's it. Okay. When they received legal notice as well. Okay, Alan, and and I'm the Attorney General. Joe just sent me a letter. Okay. Okay, Alan. Alan. Start with legal notice. They don't need explanation. Okay, we said that already three times. Listen, okay, he said, all right, Joe just sent me a letter in the mail. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to open it up. I'm going to go to my secretary and I'm going to say, <laughs> look at this guy right here. Throw that in the trash. Send him a computer. You know, send him a back of okay, the That's what's going to happen. Now what do we do? Yeah, now what do we do? Now what, what do we do, Alan? I mean, it's an accusation. Oh, God. I'm going to mute you next time. One guy at a time. I'm going to collect this for Alan. Go ahead, Alan. If, if you send them an accusation, this won't work. All you send is the law that they violated. And I suggest, I can suggest, suggest one. Oh, 18 Lord. U.S.C. 648, misappropriation yeah. of funds. I wouldn't know it's a single a uh, official out there that hasn't signed something that would actually be foggy enough that maybe they uh, accidentally signed something they shouldn't have. But the problem is, if you name it, then, oh, it's about that, I'll forget it.
We're returning address. It doesn't matter if somebody sends you a we'll send sending your baseball cards. If I'm going to send you 5,000 baseball cards. They have legal notice. Now, if you're actually leaving and you have evidence in order to support What's that, the next step, Alan? Okay, I got legal notice. What's the next step? I was just about to ask that. <laughs> What's the next step? Hang on, everybody. Please, please, please. Alan is the one taking this, call, this, this charge right now, and then everybody else can jump in. Alan, what's the next step for Joe? Get an extra trash can. <laughs> it's the psychological ploy more than anything, and it's how guilty they are or how guilty they feel they are. That is what you're playing on. If the, if you get that's not going to be moved. Oh, Lord. We're not getting anywhere. No, so, I, I'm, but I'm not, he's not removed from office. Think about this. Where am I? Where am I? I'm I just sent somebody um, a copy of a um, uh, of a well, of a statute. He takes a look at it. <laughs> He now says, ah, somebody sent me a copy of a statue. No return address. Maybe he tries to find out who it is because he signed for it, but he can't find it. So now he knows it's an anonymous sender. You're right, and you're right about the psychological impact. If the guy says there is nothing here that's accusing me of anything, just somebody sending me a statute, why would the guy worry at all? To level these bugs exactly, out, think the world has hey, If they're innocent of this charge, okay, they're going to think, oh, someone's sending me to let me know that somebody in my office is doing something terribly, terribly wrong, and I better start looking. Or, if they're guilty of that charge, like I said, don't you think that 90% of these politics um, are driven by blackmail? Uh, yeah, so that, why would anyone any of them resign then? You know, Ireland in order to play. And I, how many things, and how many do you think that? that. It just so happens you were like, uh, 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 you just so happen to a blackout We're not getting anywhere. We're not getting anywhere. We're not getting anywhere. Okay. Now, Tay, do you want to make a comment, Tay? Go ahead. Hey, I'd say, I would say the 99% of these guys we're talking about. Oh, God, everybody's talking over everybody again. I know. You can't have no order at all. No order. I mean, and we're going to restore the public. Everybody just jumped in, started yelling, started talking. You know, it just, you know, well, please, Cave, go ahead, Cave. You want to make a comment? Well, go I ahead. I thought you said go ahead, Dave, and then Alan just keeps talking like he must have not even listen to us. He just turns us volume. Now I don't think Alan hears us that well. Right. Uh, I don't think Alan's here knows that well. So you're so he's saying that if I send the, okay, let me say Joe, I'm going to send you. I'm going to send two Joes, an anonymous letter, <laughs> out of a, out of a book with all the codes and laws that I I could figure out that you, I thought you broke one of them. I'm going to send them all to you. So I'm going to send you an Encyclopedia Britannica set of laws. Now I'm just supposed to think that you're going to sign for this. You're going to accept it. You're going to look at it, and you're going to feel guilt, and you're going to stop doing what you're doing. The level that these people are at, do you think for one second that they're worried about you, an anonymous person, number one, going to send them something that actually has no bearing on anything whatsoever? You can't, that's, that's an accusation. You haven't proven anything except maybe 
like you said, psychologically, if it even even puts a dent in it. I mean, I don't think these people give a shit. That's what we're and it's not I even a, and, and in my opinion, it's not even an accusation. people, I think it was 23 that have actually 18 of them resigned within a week. So I know, but you also mentioned, Alan, that you that you weren't sure. You assumed that they did. Possibly wrong. Okay. So let's take a look at the last all right, I'm going to tape on this, okay? Um, if I know that I've committed about five or six or seven or eight or ten or twelve or different, different, uh, 30,000 different crimes, and I'm getting paid by the lobbyists in order to do it, and I get not even an accusation, I get something in the mail about a statute um, of a law that maybe I broke and maybe I just recognized because of my guilt or because of my knowledge of the law that I broke, but with no accusation, no name, no return address, just a, a printout, I'm going to assume, oh, my God, the jig is up. Somebody caught me, and I'm going to feel <laughs> immense guilt? I don't think so. I would have is wondering what I had signed in the last couple of months that would sit there and have someone mail me that and what I could have done that someone thought they had me by that. The difference between the response and right. the person that's guilty is the 18 that actually resigned. This is getting like foolish. I don't Well, I don't know. They, what they still resign. Okay. This, this is how far right. north is north. Are you guys going to the and you feel like you're interfering on a Zoom meeting or something? I, I don't, because I don't give a shit about the meeting. I'm not well, even I mean, I, right I, I, mean, I appreciate it because in the general public, these people are actually using these words thinking they have value. They don't. Right. So, you know, the uh, uh, last word. The last out. word, and the last word, if we can, John. So what if oh, they don't resign, then? What if they don't right, resign, so and they decide to just stay in office? But that's a good question. What if they decide to stay in office? And then tell me, hey, listen, I break it in half. Look how much more valuable it is. Now you have two pencils. So I want $20 Alex. for the same time. All yeah, right, all right. Sure where where are we? And where am I, Captain Kangaroo? Well, listen, what's going on here? I can't even. I, I don't want to, I'd be afraid to get up and, and do the make my Wheaties the wrong way, or speed on the way to work, or uh, comb my hair the wrong way because somebody saw it and wanted to send me a book on it and say it's a, it's against the law. Can you imagine what these people get from other people in mail, let alone that has something anonymous come? They're going to look at it or throw it right in the trash. Well, that's our solution to restore the republic tonight. This is our solution to restore the republic tonight. have been doing this for 10 or 15 minutes. Chased like a dog chasing its tail. All right, let's say that works. Do we have any other solutions besides this? Okay, do we have anything else? The question was simple. Alan presented an answer of, Take the law and send it to the guilty party only because it's worked before and it may be effective. It's not the tell-all. So the next question, Alan and Joe were having, they unfortunately started being a little facetious and sarcastic about it, which they shouldn't have done, was, okay, if I send the thing in and nothing happens, then what? What if It's that simple. You got an answer, Alan? That is a very valid question. I'm talking. Hold on, Alan. Don't cut me off Go ahead, Mike. So I'm just saying that I've already established that the, the, the number one thing to do, yes, send them the law, let them know, put them on notice, make it registered mail, but pull their oath of office, pull their bond, and file a claim. Not a complaint, a claim. You'll have a good night. Go okay. Now, my do we do? I've seen that before. 
I've seen that here in my town with a, I believe it was a principal and a guidance counselor where the, the kids' parents went and did something with the sheriff, and then they came back and they, they presented they wanted to see their bonds because I don't know if they were, because I guess you're supposed to carry that no matter what in education or whatever, how it works. But they didn't have it. The principal didn't have it. Gone. Okay. Right now. Gone. Uh, Does that make so sense? How many, okay, how many times has this been successful? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. Somebody said they don't know. Wait a minute. Hold on. So this is supposed to be successful, but nobody knows how many times it's been successful. So without knowing how many times it's been successful, people are now going to have to put their um, their effort and their energy and their time into a solution that may or may not work. I, that's what I would say. I don't think it would be an appropriate or not a smart thing to do because you're, you're fighting a battle. You don't know you're, you're, no, you're probably going to uphill. Okay. Warning. All right. All right. right. Let's get back to the drawing board. Let's get back to reality here at Planet Earth. Okay. If, I understand yeah. what Mike's saying with the bonds and everything, but people, the general masses out there and the people out there today are not going to go searching for bonds. They're not going to go to the courthouse and file paperwork. Okay. I understand well, that this is the that all depends, Even if, if, Joe. If, if, if everybody start yelling and, right before I'm done and start talking and yelling, I mean, if that's the case, I mean, you know, uh, okay. I mean, you know, I mean, what the hell? I mean, uh, what, what, what is the solution to restoring our republic? That, you know, and, and we say we have the solutions, and Mike says we have the solutions, and this is the solution we have, filing a bond and, and, and filing a copper, copy of the statute to the, to the attorney general. And they already know they're breaking the wall. They know. Yeah, hey, private they caller. Hang on. All right, let's take another caller here. Private caller. Go ahead. No? You don't want to talk? Private caller? No? Oh, maybe okay. he's waiting. <laughs> private caller. <laughs> go, bang, go, go, bang, go, bang, bang. Good job, good job, good job, good job. Okay, that's what I got on the phone here tonight, folks. That's what I got. That's what I got. So if I don't recognize the number, I'm probably not going to. Okay. All right. That's what we got. Yeah, a bunch of faggots. You know, I got I got I got queers from Tony Talk. I got uh, let's see in the chat room. I've got uh, God's Rainbow Ministries. Yeah, I got. uh, You know, that's what they want to do. So that's what it's all about. So I mean, you know, um, anyway, anyway. Anyway, it, it, the bottom line is this. Let's get back to the Federal Reserve here, what I wanted to do, what I wanted okay. to talk about. All this all this patching people through, and, you know, you can't hear them. You know, nobody knows. I think the first thing to do to solve the problems we have today, I, someone needs to send out a course on how to use a cell phone to everybody because nobody knows how to talk on a phone. Or they, or they have bad phones, one or the other, because we can't hear anybody. I mean, I just don't understand why, you know. Uh, but yeah, anyway. That's, yeah, that's because of the Zoom. Yeah, yeah. And so, and and Mike got frustrated and, and just and, and and hung up and went left. So he frustrated. Yeah, he'll call so back. He'll call back. Yeah. All right, here's the thing. You know, I mean, Mike, uh, I mean, Joe, if Mike has a solution, right? And if he says, yep. go and find these particular types of papers, I would put in the effort if I knew what the results were. But if I can't get yeah. the answers to how successful have they been, then why would I even want to bother? If they're so successful, then there should be dozens, hundreds of cases in which people have gone to either the courthouse or some other particular public office and gotten a result. 
If I don't hear that, yeah. to me, then it's all hot air. Good meaning, yeah. well-natured, yeah. good-natured, but it's, to me, it's useless. Yeah, no, I agree. It seems agree. like that they're so far embedded. They're so deep embedded to this. You know, does it, is it even possible that if we went this route to try and do something like this legally in a system, that the somebody up the line isn't even higher up that can just say, nope, it's gone, like all the way to the Supreme it Court? It doesn't I mean, matter. It doesn't matter because, you know what, as soon as someone starts gaining traction or someone gets yep. popular, they're going to tear them apart. Well, we matter. do it with Donald Trump, though, Tate. We're doing it with everybody. This guy's this. This guy's that. This guy, this guy spent a nickel the wrong way when he was 10 years old, so he's no good. You know, we're all – everyone's judgmental. Everyone wants to tear everybody apart. Listen, anyone who's out there getting slammed by the corporate news media, who's being arrested and indicted, obviously is standing up fighting for something, okay? No matter – I don't care what background he comes from. Okay, if you are facing life in prison right now, I don't care who you are or what who you married 2,500 years ago. Okay, you're standing up and and you if you're talking about I want to restore the republic and I'm fighting for the freedom of American people, then we have to get on board and jump on that train. If that train steers the wrong way, then we'll knock the leader upside the head and get him out and replace him with somebody else. Simple as that. You know, we just can't be tearing everybody down and tearing everybody apart. Because right now we don't have any anybody standing up anyway fighting for what's right, you know. Well, so, you guys uh, asked for a solution. You guys asked me for a solution a while back, and I told you there's 109 countries that had a solution to this problem that we're looking at. The exact same problem. It's history repeating itself, and there's only one way that they fixed it. And how did they do that, Dave? What was that solution? Just what you just said. They were on that train with these leader, and then they had to knock him upside his head and get rid of him. That has yeah, been the know. ultimate solution, but we try, we're trying to avoid that. And, yes, every time we that. go up the ladder, there's somebody there who does say, there is somebody there, there is somebody there who does say, slap, right? But there also have been judges which have been on the side of Trump, been on the side of right, in order to make sure that Biden doesn't get his way at the pace that he wants to. There are honest judges well, out there. We have to I, find I, I, a way. Hey! <laughs> Stop trying no. to interrupt him. Let him finish. Okay, I have to stop you there because I have to say that there's no way that Trump or this judge is stopping anything Biden's doing because what do they stop? No, there have, judges have come down with decisions in the past few weeks which have, star, which have stayed uh, Biden's decision for, I forget, what particular action he wanted to take. I forget, but it's there in the I newspapers and the headlines. Okay? So well, there are honest judges out there, not a lot, but... We, we can't just give up now. Either we die today or we die uh, two years from now. I'd rather die on my, um, on my knees fighting than on my back looking up with somebody's clubbing me because I didn't do a goddamn thing. That's right. That's well, right. Man, you know? I'm with you on that 100%. 100%. We have so grassroots candidates out there. Right. We have to keep you trying know? until we do not, until we know we can't try anymore. And then the ultimate solution that's going to be obvious. But we might make a breakthrough if we continue to try. That's my philosophy. I think, I think America's waking up for a most part. If you, watch, if you watch some of the mainstream news, you do see things that are people are starting to come forward, like the, the people, the parents going to the school board meetings and showing up in more, more of a, a bigger outcome. You know, where at the beginning it was you never even heard about it. And the FBI is yeah, preparing. If you take a look at the polls, a lot of the poll, I mean, even the Democrats don't like Biden. And a lot of the Democrats don't like uh, Kamala Harris. They don't like the policies of which have been coming down 
the past, the past couple of years. People are waking up. So we have to try to do something within our power. If we can't find something within our power, then we, we did take everyone, it over. Joe, Joe, did you listen to what I played in the beginning, the seven-minute clip about the restoration of the republic, about the gold being shipped out of the Vatican? Oh, I heard that the very last, yeah, I heard something like 150 trucks or something, yeah. Yes. Yeah, the gold. This is the stuff that yeah. we've been talking about for years, about the republic, the de facto corporation. We have an insolvent, bankrupt corporation right now in D.C. They are corporate actors. They are not our leaders. We are not living – we are not under the Constitution right now, and people don't understand that. We have got to elect candidates across the board, across this country, no matter – even if it starts in one small town – that is going to implement common law, that is going to restore the republic, that's going to get up there and have a quorum uh, in the state legislators' uh, uh, building and say, I'm here to restore the republic and restore the de jure government, the de jure government, the de jure republic, not the de facto. But how do we do that? We have got to abolish the Federal Reserve. We have to restore sound money. We've got to implement, we've got to decodify all these laws, these statutes that are on the books. We have one million statutes on the books that are unconstitutional. We've got to reverse that. We've got to reverse the thinking of the people out there that they think they're entitled to something that they're not. You know, and, and we have to live by the Constitution. The Constitution is what we have got to live by. We have got to go move forward that way. And, and I'm a candidate here in North Carolina. I'm a candidate. I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to get, put together a team here in North Carolina to, to stand up in the legislative body to restore our republic, restore common law in the state of North Carolina. And hopefully it will spread to other states across the union. But, you know, it would be great if we had a president that would stand up and do that and that would implement all that. Trump saying he's going to, but he had four years to do it, and he didn't do it. I wonder. I don't know why. You know, maybe, the, with, the, yeah. you know. I'm I with, don't I'm with Mike. Um, um, I, don't, I don't trust Trump. Okay. Yeah, I know. Have, a lot of people don't. He had plenty of time to declare that the vaccine was very dangerous to the American people. Plenty of time after he got out of office. But he kept on mm-hmm. recommending that it's safe. No way. Yeah. No way. I know. I know. Clinton, too. You should have locked that bitch up. Well, uh, yeah, I, he should have prosecuted. But, but, but yeah. you're, you're right, Joe. That's a red flag right there. You're absolutely right. You know, do, do we give him a pass on that? No. But at the same time, he did a lot of other great things, too. Oh, he, he, you did know, he did a lot of great things. You know? He did a lot of great things. He was one of the greatest presidents ever. He's one of the greatest ever. I have to ask myself the question, though. Remember, when he got elected, not one Republican, not one Democrat, especially Democrats, but not one Republican, except maybe Rand Paul, even though he got insulted by, by Trump in the very first debate, um, like, um, like Trump and, and what he said he was going to do. But for the first two yeah. years, they resisted everything he tried to do until he gained so much popularity in the polls. And when their time for midterms came up, they needed Trump. Then all of a sudden, um, what's that guy's name? Uh, the guy from South Carolina. Uh, the guy yeah, that was a friend of McCain. Uh, whatever his name was. All, any of them. They all needed Trump, and they all became Trump's best friend mm-hmm. so that he could, he could endorse them. But then afterwards, what oh, happened? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay? You know. So he got, well, we see right now, guys, we see right now not one candidate is going to be able to get in there. It's Trump's going to be the nominee. 
So we have to back Trump. We have to back him. So we got to be careful how we knock him. As much as we, uh, much as we say those red flags are there, because there's nobody else that's going to get nominated. DeSantis isn't going to do it. Tim Scott's not going to do it. I say you get Trump in there and you get Trump to pick uh, Kennedy as the VP. I want I want Kennedy as the president. <laughs> I know, but I don't think he'll be. I don't think he'll be the nominee. I want them all out of there. I want to start fresh and new with some people that have just about. But realistically, <laughs> that's not going. I know that would be great, but <laughs> it's not going to happen, though. You know, no, it's not going to happen. Do you see what Everybody's I'm saying? That the structure of the military is. Are you guys, why no, is everybody so opposed to actually the military stepping in and saying, hey, we're going to hold, you people have you know done this country bad. You brought yeah, up a the, good the military, point. The military, yeah, yeah. yeah, go ahead, Joe. The military is especially important. The military is especially important. If we have people in the military that are on our side, then we have a good chance of winning, you know? Yeah, yeah, but when always you say our side, the military is saying whose side, Joe, whose side? Who's our side, the military is going to say? Who's standing up that's going to lead the people? Who's going to, you have to have elected representatives in a republic. So who's going to lead the people? Who's going to be there? You know, we don't have, you can't have a general, a United States Army general or, uh, uh, or, or a Navy admiral leading a country, right, you know, for, for indefinitely. We have to have elections. We're going to have to have people, you know, we have to have a republic. You know, yeah, as long as you they, know? you're right, as long as they don't perform a coup and take over like a lot of other uh, countries have done. Yeah, if they, that's dangerous. If they can maintain yeah. the republic, then they're going, to, they're going to look towards Bobby Kennedy. Um, I don't know if they look towards Trump. Maybe yes, maybe no. Um, but I don't know if anybody else who's elected that, um, you know, it's, that to me is trustworthy. Well, yeah. You know, and, I mean, and that's, we that's we enough yeah. trust in our military generals and stuff that, that we, that we, that they volunteered, number one, they stayed in there, they fought, they would die for this country. Do so we put enough trust in them to actually run this country until we have that decision? I no, think that's what I don't want tanks can. on the street. No, we I don't have trust tanks on the street. Tanks. They don't have to be tanks on the street because I think the majority of people – There will have to be because the cities will be out of control. There will be no government in place. I didn't, you'll, yeah, you'll he's right there. You have military. He's, he's right there, Seattle, Portland. But here's the thing. The more power – remember that old saying, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts absolutely. If you give the military – and there's a reason why the military isn't in charge of a republic – because if you give the military too much power, you think they're really going to release it? You yeah, think all of a exactly. sudden they're going to give back the well, republic? According to some yeah. of these guys that we have been talking to, if you send them a letter in the mail that they, I'll be damned if they don't, if they feel guilty, they should give the power back to us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well. Yeah, I, mean, okay. I, yeah, I see what you're saying, but I would hope to think, I mean, because my father was a Marine Corps drill instructor, and I, and I would hope to think that everything that I was taught and I learned did I know that these kids, they volunteer, you know, and I'm not talking about draft people. I'm talking about people that actually volunteer and go. To, they're going to go to defend the country. They're not going for a college education or to get their teeth fixed or whatever the hell they do. Did I actually would – I think it I, – man, I just think that it's because it's structured, it's organized, it's there, and it's the greatest thing on earth. I mean, everybody's terrified of it. I mean, I, put the United States Marine Corps in charge as far as I'm concerned. No, no, no. In a republic, the people, Until, no, the government is you have fear to have the, people. the citizens. The people cannot fear the government. The yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't have Until, the military. Yeah. It automatically Until turns to a banana republic. All we got to do. Okay, the thing is, you're right about right. the sergeants and the lieutenants and maybe the – Dave, you can't you, you, know, you can't you can't talk over everybody. I mean, you just, you, sorry, everybody you know, can't do that. I'm sorry. I mean, geez. 
I didn't know. I didn't hear you. Sorry. No, no, it's not you, Joe. You were making a point. Cave, it's like you know when you finish oh, a point, it's like it, it, it yield, yield, you know. And then we talk. I mean, you just can't do that because it's. It, I listen to these shows afterwards. And it's like it's just all mumbo jumbo. You know what I mean? Everybody talks over everybody. That's the time it ain't for me. Can't be for me. You mute me all the time. I haven't muted you once tonight. And, and not tonight. That's that's I'm to, waiting. Okay, I'm you're doing it now. You're doing it now. Yeah, now you're finished, and you're talking over me. Okay? But anyway. Figured out the delay. Let's get to the Federal Reserve here. Yeah, my okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Federal the Reserve. Is, is right? <laughs> um, can I, I would like to answer Tape's I'd like to answer Tape's point because he made a good point about the military. But the fact is that the military with the sergeants, lieutenants, and majors, yeah, I would have to agree that they're probably red blooded Americans who would fight for the citizens. But when you start talking about colonels, maybe but generals and admirals don't forget, they were ratified by the Senate. They had to kiss ass in order for them to get to be that rank of general and admiral. Right. So I'm thinking they're probably in the hands of the lobbyists as well. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I want to retract some of that I said about the military now because I'm just i sitting here and I'm looking at this piece of shit, man, he, she, woman-looking thing that's in there. And if those people were, in, I, were doomed then, we'd be doomed. But – I just think that somehow or another, a branch of the military is going to – if we're going to get rid of these politicians and have them locked up, we're going to have to have somebody that's basically like the police force. I mean, America's 911 forces is all I would say, and I yield on that. Well, well I, you know, I think we need the military too. I just don't want to trust the military all the way. If they're going to restore the republic, then let them restore it, and then immediately – restore it and back down to go back to their original positions. If they continue to yeah, go this, forward, this where, be the new leaders, I'm not trusting them. Yes. Joe, this yes. is where no, I'm blank, I'm, I really, I, I'm, I'm coming to a blank right now. Does anyone out there have an idea as to how we can restore this republic, really? Is there anyone out there that has the solution as to what we can do, where we can get a leader? I'll, I'll, I mean, okay, we got Trump right now as, as this guy that's going to be nominated and he's going to be president. But, again, he had four years before to do it. He didn't do it. You know, so, uh, but okay, whatever have you, the virus came up, this and that. All right, all right. So he gets elected again. Let's just play it. Let's do it like this then. Let's say he gets elected again. Now he's president. What are we going to do to make sure he follows through to restore this republic? Right. Because he's already That's a damn he's good question. Be on a tour. He's out for revenge. Remember that. Yeah, but the good, the good question is, yeah. what are we going yeah. to do to make sure that once he's got the power now, right, given to him by the Constitution, and as you're saying, Dave, if he's out for revenge, he may get an mm-hmm. attorney general who may feel that, you know what, let's bend the Constitution mm-hmm. a little. I'll let you get away with it. Okay. Yep. What are we well, going to do to make sure... What are we going to do? They're yeah. going to take up all yeah. of the time, not even be focused on what we need to have happen. Uh, 657-383-0616, press the number one, unscreened, uncensored, if you want to make a point or make a comment here. Because uh, I'm posing this, that, that question guys? right now to everybody. What? I'm posing that question to everybody out there. Okay, here we go. We got one that wants to take uh, take the call. Seven oh four. Go oh, ahead. All right, cool. All right, Bozo. Come on, Bozo. What's up, fellas? How you doing? Hey, hey, hey. This is Clinton. This is Clinton from North Carolina. Look, uh, you know, 
every week we talk about the same stuff over and over again. There's only one way, one way, and I hate to say it, and, uh, and nobody wants it, but until we, the people, come together and take it back, it's the only way. Mm-hmm. There ain't nobody going to save us. There ain't no one man going to do it. No one president, no one elective, no nobody's going one person's going to do it in in government. We the people are going to have to and we don't want to do. But we're, that's the only way anything's ever going to change. And that's fact. I share, we all know it deep down in our hearts. I, mean, I you share know, your I frustration. And I bet you everybody who's listening, man, every, just facts, man. We can talk about it all we want. We can elect whoever we want. But nothing's ever going to change. We all know that. We all know that. It's just, there's only one way. Okay. Well, all right. I don't know all right. that for all right. sure. Go ahead, Joe. You want to make a comment back at him? Yeah, I don't know that for sure. I understand the frustration, but the thing is, is that if, if people feel that, okay, we got to get together and we got to take it back, that's the logical conclusion. That's normal because we're so frustrated. We, we as a civilized society, we want to make sure that our elected officials are, 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 are doing their but way Joe, for working. us. I know. And since it's not, then, you know, then, you know, you got to take it back. But here's the thing. How we, who's going to organize 50 states, 50 militias? Who's going to be the generals? Who's going to be the supply sergeants? Who's going to be the logistics managers? Who's going to be in control of the satellites? Well, who's going to be in control of munitions in order to do that? We'll have to learn from our forefathers, won't we? We'll have to learn from them. They didn't have nothing. They didn't have the money. They didn't have nothing, but they made it happen. When that comes they started, down, yeah, well, they started their own country. If, they started everything. If, and, and that's why they get there. We may not have time. time. We may yeah, not have time. Really. So I would rather do it peacefully, and then if at the last uh, moment too. I have to take up my gun, that's one thing. But for me to join mm-hmm. and get together with other people to all of a sudden march on Washington right now within a month or so, I don't think that there's enough preparation. You know? Well, I agree. I don't I think agree that. But I feel like that's the only way. I don't think there's any well, other way. We, we, we talk about it every week, and there's just. I know. No. I know. And I hate to but say, I, you know, I, I say history. History repeats I itself. And I, and I look back at all the times when these, any dictator or, or corrupt government was in power, what had to have to happen to move forward and get rid of it. And it's like he just said, it's come to bloodshed. Every single time, and what time say, with you're right. But look, but look, but look at the history. Take a look at Che Guevara. Take a look at Castro. Take a look at all the people who said, "I'm here for the people, Viva la people." What happens when they got in power? They were worse than yep. the, than who they overcame, than who they overthrew. Good point. History repeats itself. Somebody just said that, and that's what you got right there, Joe. Yep. Yep. Dangerous. Dangerous. That's why it's so important. Hang on. That's why it's so important that the system of the republic, the system, we're a country of laws, and we have to make sure that rule of law is in place, and we have good people in the position of authority to make sure that rule of law stays in place. Otherwise, we're otherwise everybody's gonna be running around like bandits. But we have people that are completely denying that. That's the problem. We can have all that. We have to make sure that we vet them properly. I yeah, know how I'm going to People are going to be against it, just like we're against these guys. Hang on, hang on. Again, all across the states you guys live in, I live in. Here in North Carolina, I'm running for public office. Okay? You know what I stand for. 
When I get up, when in my district, I will have the quorum. I'll set up a quorum in my in front of my legislative body. I already told you that in front of the state legislators that we are to restore our republic and restore the common law. Okay, and I'm going to have a 10 point or 15 point or 25 point or 30 point plan in place, and then that, and I'm going to form a committee. That's how you do it here. Okay, and that committee is going to present my points and my plan to the legislative that my my branch, my because remember there's three branches of government. I I don't run everything. I'm not king here in North Carolina, but I'm going to present this to my branch of government and go through the steps and the procedures. But and the people are going to have to back me up. The people, because we the people, and, and that's how we're going to build momentum. And then I have to align myself with people like Mark Robinson, who's supposed to be winning as governor here, hopefully, in North Carolina. And, we're, you know, we're going to have a lieutenant governor, and, you know, we're going to have to have people on the same page that are going to buy into this system. And if it don't work, then what do we do? We're going to have to pull the plug, and it's going to have to crash. Like the lady was just saying, we're going to have to have the you-know-what. <laughs> you know, it's going to have to all be ripped look apart. Joe, look at right now. Look at your current government. The current guys in government right now, I bet you you can count maybe five that are actually have the same mentality as you. I'm talking like a Josh Hawley, uh, a Jordan. You know, there's not very many of them. I and, wouldn't even count those two. Well, I know they talk a I'll lot. I'll tell you why. After, I'm sorry, Dave. I'll tell you why when you finish. No, no, you're right. No, but, you know, hey, I just I like Jim Jordan. Not from he's coming to Ohio because he's actually. He, I think if somebody said something smart to him, he'd probably get up and body slam and beat their ass if he if he really wanted to. <laughs> if he had to, he'd well, take hands on. I'll guy. tell you why when you're finished. I'll tell you why about Jordan when you're finished. Okay, well, I, I would just say that if, if why aren't there more people like Joe here, Joe Gibson, across our states? Why why are we seeing more people that have the fire? like Joe, and are trying to make that move. I mean, do you see that anywhere in any state? I, I don't see it in my, in my Democratic sanctuary city. That's a bullshit. I you? Well, here's why. First off, yeah, I do see everybody um, who's um, coming across as a, as, a, um, as, a, as a hero, as a savior, as a, um, as a light, as a beacon, because that's their job in order for them to get elected. Every state, every city is going to have a smooth talker. Okay, mm-hmm. but that's why the people have to know how to vet. If you don't know how to vet, then you're going to get continuously the same garbage in, same garbage out, same garbage in, same garbage out. Because as soon as they get in there, all of a sudden you find out they were lying, but they were smooth about it. But you can't do anything about it now that they're in there. Now to get back, now to get to Jordan, why I don't like Jordan is because a couple of years ago he had Fauci on the ropes. He asked Fauci a question, something like, um, if it was a final question, and then, um, geez, what was the exact question? It was, a, I forget, it was a couple of years ago. I know ago. exactly what you're talking about, though. He had a guy where the guy should have been put locked up after he was done talking. <laughs> well, yeah, right. Fauci should have. He said, what could we, something about the mask, I believe, and how do you know, what, what can we do if the masks don't work? And then he didn't follow up on it. He could have followed yeah. up with a knockout. 
but he didn't. Yeah. He let Fauci well, go. Let me, let me go into this real quick here, Joe, real quick, because it was okay. time for me. But about, because look, what, what's very important to establish, uh, you know, our, our republic in our communities is obviously, I always bring it up, our bartering system, because we have to have a, a bartering system, obviously, a sound bartering system. And, you know, the problem, I'm going to just read this here, that this put, was put together, and I messed with it too. The problem we have in this country is that when you're, when you're discussing the Federal Reserve System, which is really the focus, all of, all, all of discussions about monetary reform, reform uh, invariably, that the discussion comes down to the question of whether the dollar should be somehow linked or backed by gold or silver or some other valuable commodity. At least there's a whole, whole school of thought that brings that up at, this, uh, at, uh, at these discussions. What, what I've noticed in these discussions is that there's a fundamental and unexamined assumption in all of this debate. The assumption is that the paper currency, which the Federal Reserve System generates, the so-called Federal Reserve notes, as a matter of fact, or perhaps more importantly, as a matter of law, is a dollar at all. Anyone certainly who's, who's been a student of American constitutional law and history knows that a Federal Reserve note is not a dollar. It has never been declared by Congress to be a dollar, and it could never be an actual physical dollar, no matter what kind of sta- uh, statutes or regulations Congress or the Treasury Department might enact. In fact, it is easy enough to show, and it's impossible to refute, that a dollar is a specific silver coin containing 371 and a quarter grains of fine silver. It's always been that way, at least since the beginning of the American Republic. The Constitution fixes the monetary unit of the United States as this dollar, and it empowers Congress to coin silver and gold coins, the values of which have to be regulated in relation to the dollar, and it and it very specifically prohibits the government from issuing what the founding fathers called bills of credit today pay, uh, paper currency that's redeemable in silver or gold. And the Constitution also outlaws any form of legal tender except silver and gold coins. Thus, from the perspective of the Constitution and most of American history, it is really senseless to talk about making the dollar redeemable or to talk about adopting a silver or gold back to dollar. The very fact that so much debate on the Federal Reserve System focuses on this really senseless point demonstrates how totally ignorant most of the people are about the subject of American money. So defining the dollar constitutionally is only the first step in explaining the real nature of the problem which the Federal Reserve System poses. You have to look at three other aspects. First, you have to keep in mind that the uh, evolution of the Federal Reserve System exemplifies a typical historical devolution or corruption of the monetary systems throughout the world for the last two centuries. This is a devolution from commodity money to fiduciary money to fiat money. I suppose I should offer you some definitions. Commodity money is medium of exchange, the units of which are fixed amounts of an actual commodity that has value other than as money alone. Historically, silver and gold coins of known standard weights and designs emerged as the preferred monies of the entire civilized world. Certainly, that was the result at the end of the last century. In in the case of commodity money, the actual commodities, the silver or the gold, is both the medium of exchange and the standard of value. That is the unit of prices. The supply of commodity money is self-limited because of the cost of mining, refining, and coining the silver and gold. 
That is, the supplies of commodity money will be coined only to the extent that the coinage is economically profitable in the comparison to the alternative investments of the capital that would be needed to mine, refine, and coin the precious metals. The market will simply not produce more gold and silver coin than is necessary compared to all the other uses of that capital. Okay? So you guys following me to that point? You understand pretty much where we're getting here, that we have to yeah, have a sound between Yeah, between gold and silver versus the alternatives. Yeah. Two gold and silver as a commodity, and go in um, in silver in uh, coinage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we have to, so we have to fix this monetary system. We have to have a bartering system of. of so let's just put it. Oh man, I'm not going to read it all. Let me just read one small paragraph here. Originally, the Constitution made our money independent of all electoral politics by fixing the monetary unit as the dollar, by outlawing bills of credit and allowing only silver and gold coin to operate as legal tender. But the Constitution, of course, is the ultimate political charter of the country. So instead of making money politically independent or politically neutral, the Constitution actually settled on a one very specific political formula for money. That is a money of intrinsic value, the supply of which the political authorities were not able to manipulate. So the creation of the Federal Reserve System in 1913 did not make Federal Reserve notes politically independent or politically neutral. It merely changed the political character of money, the money system, by empowering a small, unelected clique of self-styled experts and private bankers to control the supply of the Federal Reserve notes, interest rates, and all the other monetary and banking phenomena. Uh, so, so-called, uh, the con- so-called with the contrast of the constitutional system. The Federal Reserve System actually politicized money, and basically it corrupted it. It destroyed our political system, too, and our people and our moral values, our family. It, it controls everything. It's it, the demon of our country. That's so we have to get back to yeah. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, that's what it was designed for. It was, it was instituted by the Rothschilds in order to suck the billions and the trillions of dollars from every country, and put it back into the coffers of the Rothschilds. And by doing so, they also wanted to ruin the culture and the, um, and the traditions of every country that they infected. So they're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so real quick, the, these steps substituted the government were actually they substituted the taxpayers for the banks and the bank shareholders as the ultimate guarantors of fiat money. In return for which, because there are two sides to this. The banks agreed to, to, to do two things. First, they agreed to monetize the public debt, that is, to buy government securities for duly created fiat money, and affecting, enabling the government to use the fiat money system as an instrument of taxation. Secondly, the banks agreed to cooperate in some kind of cartel or self-regulatory scheme to control the expansion of the supply of fiat money within limits that maintain the public confidence. That is, the gov- that is the government, and the banks agree to divide the amount that can be looted from the general public by manipulation of the money supply and to moderate that looting so that the system does not collapse and the public does not catch on. That's all that fractional reserve banking system is. It's, it's all a big, fat lie, and we have to restore, or restore again, again for the third time, uh, sound money. 
real intrinsic money. And we have to put that power, the purchasing power, back into the people of this country. And if we do that, maybe we have to start doing that locally in every community across this country, the states that are willing to do it, because you know most of the states are not going to agree to do it. They want to, they're going to stick to this corruption of fractional reserve banking, the system. And just think, if we do that, if we restore sound money, right, and we, everyone we can call is force majeure across the board, uh, call the debt unpaid, whatever you want to call it. $30 trillion, that's it, who cares, scrap it, force majeure. And we, we, we kick out the Federal Reserve, declare it unconstitutional, return sound money to the board. Everyone then we can restructure their mortgages to what the real value of the house is and what it really costs on the dollar-dollar uh, scale. And, and, and that means nobody gets anything for free. Everybody's still going to, you know, but all these agreements and contracts will get ripped up, but they'll be restructured honestly. There'll be honest loans done. There'll be honest lending done, honest credit issued, you know, and we can do that. And people will receive honest pay, you know, and it'll be taxed honestly. And it'll be and, it'll, and prices will be steady across the board. There'll be no more inflation and deflation. It will stop. It's, it's called Austrian economics. It, Ron Paul tried to introduce it in 2008 when he first ran, and then again in 2012. It can work. It does work. And it, and it limits all the corruption and, and the criminal empire out there called the money changers. Yeah. I heard this story one time before, and then I seen it unfold in Libya. What? Gaddafi. Everything you just said. Everything yeah, well, you just said. Every time a country tries to do exactly what you just said for themselves, we destroy. They get invaded. Yeah. It's insane they get destroyed. Yeah. Yep. So, but but we're Americans, though we're not Libyans, you know. So, no, but, but, yeah, yeah, but everybody try to take us on. They're going to turn. The it thing on. is, <laughs> it presumes honesty. We don't have honest people. It also begs yep. the question: Okay, um, who's going to who's going to restore the republic? Are they going to um, do it rightfully, or are they going to try to do a coup if they try to do it rightfully? Again, power. Corruption, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. The people in the United States yeah. are brainwashed. I do not blame them. That was the purpose of the Rothschilds and the communists through the, uh, through the universities and high schools was to brainwash us, and they've done a good job. They've made people believe that a man is a girl and a girl is a man. Brainwashing. Yeah. yeah. Very, very, okay? Very, very um, yeah. influential. Yeah, you're right. You're right, you know, and, and you know, I, I was expecting other people to contribute here tonight, you know, uh, and call in, at, you know, at, look, I put it on my Nation Builder uh, site there, the, you know, uh, a petition out there, I'm, I'm starting to get that together, where, you know, look, the site is up there, Everybody, we have to build and start someplace, you know, look, if it has to start here in North Carolina, it can, you know, look, we start with 5, 10, 100, 10,000, 10, 50,000, 100,000, it can grow, you know, it doesn't matter. It has to start someplace. It's got to start with someone or some group of people that are really believing in what this – look, it could be you out yes. there, whoever's listening. It could be us. It doesn't matter who it is, as long as we're righteous enough to stand up for what's right and do what's right and, and not do fear it. evil. And if we do it right, if we do it with yeah. a plan that's effective, we have to have strategies and plans in place. We can't just keep talking about background. We all know the yeah. background. We have to know what, what is it that's going to penetrate the curtain and the veil of corruption. 
That's what I'm looking for. I don't have this. And Joe, and, and, and Joe and everybody out there listening, I don't care what you did 20 years ago. I don't care what you did 50 years ago. Well, that's you know, let's get rid of the gossip, the National Enquirer crap that we do where we throw, we tear men and women's character apart. We have to stop that. We thought we have to deal with the present day as it is for what it is, and look forward to tomorrow and building a better tomorrow. I don't care what somebody did five years ago or ten years ago because that's one big problem we have here in America. We're gossipers. We're constantly tearing people's character apart by going back in their past. Or this guy was divorced three times. This guy cheated on his wife. This girl, this person got AIDS. This person's a faggot. You know, whatever, you know? You know, it's funny you brought up barter tonight because I work with these kids in the neighborhood. There's about seven of them that play basketball and whatnot. And I, work, I used to coach basketball, so I work with them. And we're talking. And I asked one of the older ones. He's about 15. I said, do you guys – understand what your mom and dad do for a living for work or whatever. I said, you guys have, have they talked to you about your future or anything? They said, yeah, kind of. Some of them, there's, and there's three black kids and there's, and there's four white kids who are all of us playing. And I said, do you guys know what, how to, what bartering means? And they said, well, now nah, we, what is that like the, the trade? I go, yeah, kind of. I said, so it's basically, if you have a skill, if I can work on a car and you, hey, you grow food, I trade my work for what you do. And I said, do you guys understand what happens when the electrical grid goes down in this country? Nobody's phones work and nobody's banks work. Nobody has any digital currency and all this garbage. They keep you guys get the, your neck stuck down glued with them phones. I want to slap every one of them. I see them like they look like they got neck, broken neck syndrome. And I said, yeah. when all that call, falls down, and it will, oh, it will, and panic but mode comes in. Tape, like, but Tate, but Tate, we're wasting time talking about that. You know, the no, boom, doom and gloom, or what's going to happen. You know what I mean? I mean, we'll take it as it happens, you know? I'm taking it, I'm taking it today, today, and I ask these kids, what do you guys think about tomorrow if something like this was to happen? What do, I'm looking at just behind me, this future generation, where hopefully, I think we've lost a generation, honestly, now, after talking to them. And, and honestly, we God, we God, most likely just, have. But the bottom line exactly. is this. We, we gotta. We can't be sidetracked. We gotta be careful. We have to stay focused like a laser beam on one particular monster issue, and that's restoring the republic, lawful government, lawful government, a country of laws, rule of law, constitutional law. Our government is our constitution is the foundation of what we stand on, and everyone else who brings up slaves were a part of the. Con- hang on, slaves were not a part of the co- the conversation. Listen. The table is open today. Everybody is welcome at the table to talk today, okay? I don't care what happened in 1776 anymore. I care about today. But we're going to use the tools that they gave us, the founders, okay? So we're going to, and that's the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, Declaration of Independence. That's what we're going to use to restore our republic. And, yes, we can get the military involved and all that for security reasons, but we can't have them ruling our streets and ruling our buildings and, and putting curfews down. We can't do that because corruption, power will corrupt, corrupt, power corrupts. What's how it go, Joe? Absolute power corrupts, absolutely, absolutely power corrupts. There you go. You know what I mean? You got you know? it. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's insane. So. We've got to have like a purge, like a movie purge. Well, there you I'm go. I'm familiar with it. <laughs> Closing thoughts to everybody. I mean, if you guys want to carry on the conversation, we can go for a few more minutes. But, uh, you know, if not, we'll go closing thoughts here. 
Uh, anybody who wants to call in, you need to do it now because I'm running out of time here. Call in 657-383-0616 if you want to make your voice heard because the queue is shutting down. But then those of you on the line right now, you can stay. Once you hang up, you're, uh, you're out. So, uh, well, I mean, unless you guys want to continue on here, I, I don't know where all my other uh, fans are here. Uh, 